This episode of Super GG Radio is brought to you by our Patreon. Patrons of the show can get our Dogs of Super GG Radio newsletter, Super GG Radio stickers, a slap on your clothes as PC or bag, input on what we cover, game nights with the hosts, and even a chance to win a copy of an indie we talked about. Not only that, but 90% of all patron contributions go to the Children's Miracle Network of Hospitals. Visit patreon.com slash superggradio to learn more. What's good, Internet, and welcome to session 202 of Super GG Radio, where friends chat about video games and all things adjacent. I'm your host and corporate commander, Eric Getty Gettinger, fresh off our annual retreat and ready to promote synergy, Alex Arona. Uh, uh, uh. Man, I like this chaotic energy coming from you, Getty. Also, how are rope courses supposed to make me a better employee? Those people did Those people? not... They did not supervise me well. Those people. They did not supervise me well. It's a... That, that was way too... There's way too many feet up in the air for me to not be double-clicking. It's about teamwork and continually trying to push your team teammates to see if they can... Uh, what? Who, no, I didn't write this. Somebody somebody messed this up. This took a whole, this took a whole new meaning of trust fall, let me tell yeah. you. Mm-hmm. I didn't love it. Uh, trust. Speaking of trust falls, let's uh, drop it over to Joel DeWitt, who's our trust fall expert. I've been carrying water here for the last two years now, and I think I've had my fill. What kind of water? Like you got to pee? Vitamin water. Mm. But it has to be like that strawberry kiwi kind, not the grape. How about Dasani? A Man, nice, you're giving 50 cent a whole bunch a of nice money. Dasani. Dasani? I'll, I'll take the Dasani. Is that 50 cent as well, or is that... No, something? it's the gross Coke water. Yeah, because <laughs> mm-hmm. Fifty Cent got that vitamin. All right, one. guys, let's remember that we're all here together trying to make a quality product. And speaking of quality, let's congratulate Alec Parks on his promotion to quality control manager. I I want to thank everyone who believed in me, mostly Getty, but I guess Joel too. I did. Nope. <laughs> yeah, that's what I figured. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Now let's all realign. It's time to focus on the third quarter predictions. No, nothing. No reaction. One cringe is what I saw. Okay. Uh, nope. I think a lot of people are going to be saying that Resident Evil 4 is going to be the game of the year. That's fine. Really? Okay. It is. It's whatever. All right. Well, let's uh, build some machines and early adopters, <laughs> get some LOTR coverage in the news. Then spin move into the backlog. Y'all ready for early adopters? Because early adopters is where we play alphas, betas, and games about finally becoming a vigilante. That's right, folks. Your boy was on the streets as a chicken, punching ninjas in the face. You know what I'm talking about? Hell yeah. Mutant Karate Canary. I guess it's a canary. I wasn't a ch- maybe it wasn't a chicken, but holy cow. This has I could tell you something everything. right now. I was not good at this game, so I was the one getting punched in the face quite a bit. Yeah, <laughs> there's a little bit of a learning curve. You really can't be too overzealous about it. But Mutant Karate Canary. This has a little bit of everything. It has fighting. It has driving around. 
it has, dare I say, an arcade game in your house. I've always wanted an arcade cabinet. Yep. We should build you one. Don't do it. He doesn't have the space right now. I want one. I don't know if I could ever have one. But yeah, maybe when I get a house. Maybe sure. he'll spill a whole bunch of soda on it. So then it'll get the real mm-hmm. experience. Oh, yeah. The real sticky, sticky keys. sticks. Sticky sticks. My PlayStation 5 controller, like not to go off on a tangent. It's too late. My PlayStation 5 magically all of a sudden got real sticky. Like, I don't know what happened. I can imagine. And there's, there's, I can imagine, yes, but there's no evidence. Like, one morning I just picked up my, my PS5 controller and I'm like, what the heck happened here? It was probably one of those late nights. You know. I don't know. I just know it's it's kind of like those late nights that you were out fighting crime as a mutant canary. Come on, guys. Uh, There you go. That was a good that was a good way. to. Let's let's focus on the canary action here. This so there's a couple of different shifts in the gameplay for mutant karate canary. Some of it's first person. Some of it's a top down driving your car. And then even more of it is your old school 2D fighter. I need impressions, feelings, and overall just general uh, like of this game. You can't dislike it. Go. <laughs> I, I actually kind of uh, enjoyed the uh, top-down, like, first GTA mm-hmm. kind of yes. perspective. Yeah. Uh, it it, it right. definitely doesn't have that kind of lively world, but it, it evokes that and, and made you just have do, like, a, a time step back to that. So I enjoyed that. Everything has this sort of, like, fuzzy look to it, too. Almost like a static while you're playing it, which is another nice touch. And the, the combat, it is... It's funny. It's It is unwieldy. Mm-hmm. So like if you jump, you're flying all over the place. But it's also very disjointed. Like movements are very stiff when yeah. you're trying to swing and, and attack. You you make your move and you are stuck in that spot for a good second and leave yourself open. You commit to the animations. Yeah, yeah. But it, it feels you get used to it and you can get pretty proficient at it. Like it's it's still a little unwieldy and you kind of are doing this twitch like tap between the attacks and your super moves. Uh, that feels very tight windowed but yeah it, it's pretty good uh the one weird thing i found is you hold back to defend mm-hmm. you don't stop moving yeah so you will backpedal as you are hitting the back and defend okay and so blocking yeah okay. it forces you to think about timing a little bit it makes it a lot more of a uh, offensive focused fighter yeah i don't know about you but there was definitely a lot of me screaming hadouken at the screen no, yeah. One of the moves it's, is um, a fireball. It's a you shoot. It's got it's got your basic attack on one button, and then you have two other attacks, like two specials. One's a projectile, and one's a melee special move. They all have meters on them, so the more like when you're fighting, you will uh, your characters will drop little uh, containers of either blue or yellow goo, and those in the radioactive goo. And those goos will power up those special abilities. So, like, blue will be for your, your melee attack. Your yellow will be for your projectile. The more goo you collect by hitting your opponent or your opponent hitting you, the more powerful those abilities are. And there is a meter for your super, which is like a super uh, attack. Which, uh, the main character who you're playing as, a car just comes and hits the mm-hmm. enemy. Which is like it's wild. the van you're driving. 
Yeah, it's your paneled van. Oh, okay. So your van will all of a just come flying by and just hit somebody in a very meticulous hit and run. I mean, what better way to proclaim you're a vigilante than by having your car attack people? Batman did it all the time. I mean, yeah. He definitely hit a lot of all people. All the with time. His car. Man, those Arkham. I played Arkham Knight. Yeah. <laughs> I played Arkham Knight, yeah. Those games were crazy. I had a lot of people with those cars. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know about you guys, but. With the the move set being able to shoot at a, a far range, that was really essential to how I was able to progress through the combat. You can try and hazard your way through the hand to hand, and in some ways, uh, you're probably successful. In other ways, probably not. As Joel said, it can be pretty unmanageable at time if you commit to jumping. Then your character and even the way that the computer played would end up just like mashing buttons in the air. Uh, so you really have to wait for everything to come to an end before you try something else. It. Uh, yeah, and then and then there was like a dash, and there's also a whole meta, like a, an outside layer where you're uh, getting cards that will boost uh, come you. into play automatically. Yeah. So you, in, you in set combat. your cards before combat, and then it'll do something like extra HP, or you'll have a boost to one of your move sets, something along those lines. Uh, kind of neat. You do have a mission as you set out. There's three bosses that are in the overworld, but you have to do different things around the map in order to unlock them. One of them, uh, some guy was like, hey, uh, this guy stole my dog. <laughs> Sounds like, oh, okay. So you talk to him and you, you fight one of the henchmen and then it's like, all right, come back to him. And he's like, oh, now the, the big bad guy is around. Uh, I got rolled the first time because I was still trying to learn the controls. But, you know, after you get that first loss out of the way, you start to gain some experience points, which go towards the overall progress of the character and uh, some unlocks. And this is, uh, I'm pretty sure, a roguelike? In some ways. So, yeah. So you get you get a run, and, and when you die, you kind of start over, right? Is that correct? Even including all your cards, your... Uh, ability cards, which sometimes you can actually pay money to have them be uh, progressed to the next run. So, yeah. That's that's the bare bones of it. I mean, you do have the ability to unlock more cards as you progress. So the ones that you're getting right off the bat, there's not too much diversity to them. But then as you get further in, you're unlocking more and more. Makes it a little bit easier. Just a little bit. It's incremental. Now, I didn't find any good way to heal other than using the cards that boosted your HP, was there? No. Not that I saw. No. Okay. Don't feel bad. And and I assume that when you die, I assume when you die, you like the whole, the whole run starts over. Is that correct, Eddie? It does. Yeah. It's a very hard game because yeah, you don't regenerate health between fights. It's typical to uh, the genre. Yeah, of rogue games. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say not not typical of fighters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's part of what makes it a little unique. I haven't seen the kind of spin yet, so I'm I'm really curious to see what the end product look lights looks I mean, like. I feel like there were some fighters where I wasn't getting more HP in between fights, but it was like a gauntlet run. Um, yeah. I'll have to think about that. I, I think can't. The Soul Calibur series did gauntlet that's, runs. 
I think that's mm-hmm. probably it. You didn't regain any... Well, you would regain a little bit in between battles, but not really enough to make a huge difference. So if you took too much damage, you were going back and doing it again. Street Fighter Alpha 3 had something similar where it was a world tour mode, and you would have a location, and it would take you through like three different series of enemies, and it would give you like a small health regen at the end of each yeah. round. Yeah. So... Yeah, I remember that. That wasn't very good. At moral that. of this story, if you want to play Mutant Karate Canary, you got to get good. But if you just want to play games like Alex, then he's ready and willing to talk about them like Gazzlers. 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 All right, go ahead with Gazzlers. Gazzlers is a VR game uh, that is... Again, is it there's virtual? A, there's an, uh, a, is it yeah, reality? Pre-release demo pre-release demo and the way it works is that you're on the it's mad cartoony mad max with these like weird characters uh that you know are kind of they're not rabbits but they definitely are very silly looking characters they're just like weird cre- they look like meat boy uh, meat imagine boy. imagine if you were you know it's like borderland slash mad max cartoony characters but they're they look like meat boy like a missing two couple teeth here and there and you're on the back of a train, and your right hand is your gun shooting a pistol. Your left hand can pull up for a shield. And when you need to reload, you need to grab on the floor for a new clip. You put it in your gun. To the right, you can get health containers that are on the floor. And you only get a certain amount per run. And this one essentially is also a roguelike. So you're on the back of this train, firing at enemies, using your shield. Your shield slowly dies, so you can't use it too much. You actually have to move out of the way and dodge these bullets and hit the guys, and there will be waves and waves of them, and you know, say wave clear. And the more scrap you get, you can get permanent unlocks that can follow you with each uh, consecutive run. It's very fun, and I actually kind of hurt my shoulder. Oh, God. Playing it because I was ducking and diving and dodging and weaving and shielding and shooting and uh you know you get you get also upgrades per uh between each round so you know get two options which one would you like this one will give you more health when you kill an enemy but this one if you shake your gun and then shoot it you'll have electricity on it you know you grab these different ones and we'll get bonus to your shield etc alex can i walk you through a scenario here all right you've got your vr gear on all right Mm -hmm. you got a drink on the table Located yep. next to the drink is your PlayStation 5 controller. You're shaking yep. your gun. You're waving it around. You do a sh- shield smash, knock the can over, but you're so absorbed in the VR, you don't realize it. It's actually, Fast forward three um, you hours. Kinda, you you <laughs> preset your... I know, I know. I'm just you, <laughs> trying to have some fun with it. <laughs> you preset your environment, Getty, and I've only hit my TV <laughs> <laughs> I needed that because now I know how close kicked, you are to the I've TV. I've kicked my coffee table three times, and I've accidentally stepped on Penny. Yeah, the once. dog's a real hazard and all that. The dog's a real hazard because they definitely want to be involved think, and under your think feet. Think the human is the biggest hazard there. Absolutely, but uh, Gazzlers is very fun, and it's got a lot going for it. Uh, especially just you know they found a way to do the VR where it doesn't really like where you know you're not you're not moving around too much. You're not walking. You're just in this space on the back of a train. Here's your reload. Here's your healing. Boom, boom, boom. 
I felt like the aiming could have been better. I feel like I was missing a lot of shots. Or I could just suck and they want super pinpoint accuracy. I don't know. And in the last last moments, I actually kind of uh, threw this at Joel. And Joel got an opportunity to t- t- take it for a few runs. What did you think, Is that Joel? true? I, I think for the most part, you got it right. The, the actual reticle shooting stuff. Some of the games I've played before almost have kind of a auto-aim assist kind of thing. Where they mm. edge you towards the right uh, area that you can actually cause an impact on but one thing this does really smart is the games that i've played so far have had sort of a motion problem and, and by that i mean mother gunship forge for example it is very similar to this except it's in a natural forge you're standing there and the enemies are coming towards you now this is fundamentally the same thing but since you're on a cart and they're making it look like there's motion it made it a lot more dynamic environments and, and interesting to play with so i i think there's some good things in this and i i would be curious to see what else comes out of this or when it comes out the movement on the train it feels like you're being chased so it actually adds like a level of like oh man we gotta go get us out of here let's go go faster you know these guys are on our tail and it's like a motorcycle guy a cart guy and all of a sudden a guy in a hot air balloon blasting you and there's little you know explosive barrels everywhere so you can shoot the barrels and kill three guys at once it just it gets it gets real chaotic like i there'll be a time that i'm like oh i grab the reload shove it in the gun i just and i'm looking at my gun i look up and there's just a bullet in my face it's like, oh, I wasn't, or like I'm trying to shoot and I'm aiming so hard at a guy that I don't see the, like I don't pay attention to a bullet that's literally <laughs> slowly moving in my face. It's really, it does a lot that make, that feels smart and feels like a, a dynamic game to me. So that's where I just, I, I really wanted to uh, just shout out uh, Gazzlers because it's a, it's a neat one to look out for. It's not out yet, but it's coming out this year. Uh, it's coming out also PSVR, PS5 VR. So it'll be it'll be uh, a fun one that people will be it'll be in the hands of people. Super GG Radio, aiming so hard, Dude, so, hard. so hard. In that game. I'm I'm hardly aiming. That's how hard I'm going into it. All right. Well, now that you VR'd us to death, yep. I'm gonna take us back, back to uh, the past. In uh, the style of game that I had brought up a couple of weeks ago, uh, found this one, Captain Contraption's Chocolate Factory. And we were talking a little bit about building machines and using them to, you know, complete some type of task in Captain Contraption's Chocolate Factory. That's exactly what you're doing. You're dropping conveyor belts. You're dropping uh, devices that shoot the items into the distance all to achieve a end a goal so uh, tell me guys how excited were you to play captain contraptions chocolate factory i enjoyed it (laughs) i like this brings me back to games like uh i don't know if you remember tim the incredible machine yep uh, and yep. just the options you can do the, and this I love that it scores you based off mm-hmm. of coverage, which is completely out there, and it's just not something you can really control. You've got a budget you have to stay under, and yeah, you're getting to the goal every time. 
yeah, it opens you up pretty or opens you up pretty softly. It's just a couple of items that you can choose from. At the same time, it is that test it out, see what works kind of game. So you really have to manage your resources and figure out what is going to accomplish it the quickest and cheapest. And I don't know, did when you guys played did it have the scores for everybody else? I think I played it too early. I didn't get to see anybody else's scores, but it has a scoreboard and it compares it supposedly to what your friends have done. I think they've got placeholder names there. Okay. Unless yeah. some, unless yeah. Seth MacFarlane is actually playing this right Maybe. now. But I uh, I looked I looked as well and I did not see any of you guys. So I kind of assumed that since it's not this game is not live, that that is probably not live yet. Okay. What about the big boys? You're kind of quiet. Oh, well, I wanted to, I, we talked our the ears off of everybody in the first two. Wanted to make sure Alec got a chance. This is a fun game. It's a really fun game. It's uh, There are, I've actually played quite a few of these. I'm not very good at them, but this is one of the few ones where I felt good. You would get your machine. I mean, it started with like what, almonds, almonds. right? And you had to move almonds, like a, it would come out of a big vet. It would drop an almond and you only got two pieces, which was a conveyor belt and then a, a catapult. And they each cost different things, so they got more expensive. You had to make sure to stay within your budget. I felt pretty good. I felt like I could move the conveyor. I could make different things. I was like conveyor belt, conveyor belt, launcher, conveyor belt. Like I was, I was messing around. I was like, okay, what if I just go straight into a launch, a catapult, and then catch it on the conveyor belt as well? I, I definitely replayed a couple of levels, probably three or four times, just because I was having a good time. So that's that's a that's a a very good sign of any kind of these games when it's like, oh man, this is pretty good. Um, and I never felt like I was too stupid for it, which is also very common in these games where there gets mm-hmm. to a point where I'm like, oh, I'm real dumb. But I also stopped rel- like, I want to say like seven or eight levels deep. Yeah. And I'm sure that if I would have gone further, it would have just been made me feel incredibly stupid. <laughs> At some point. It, what I liked I about this I got is even in the small swatch of levels, you could find ways to be really creative or make really dumb machines uh, so that you get to several ones where it'll have two or three vats spitting these things out mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. one end goal might just be it on its own the other one might want you to have it go through a furnace and get like toasted or something like that yep. and then I think there's one where Love you need to almost. cover them in chocolate if I recall correctly and so you end up creating these systems where you conveyor belt them down to the furnace and then have the catapult ready for, to sit there to then shoot it back to the other side mm-hmm. and also having to layer a different row needing to just go all the way to the end without them interfering uh, so it, it makes for some really fun interesting contraptions to make even though they only gave me three or four tools to where we got so it, it feels like there's still a lot of open possibility I think it'll only get more complicated from there Opus Magnum. If you've ever heard, played or heard of Opus Magnum, Honkus Ponkus. That's one of these, but it's very complex arm, like mechanical arms, and you're moving and combining elements. And the elements are orbs, and they mm. come, you know, you ding. This one moves here, moves here, cross and mixes, and moves somewhere else. That got that was like three levels before I felt real dumb. So I'm happy that this one, you know, the uh, Captain Contraption's Chocolate Factory 
gave me a little bit of reprieve before it made me just <laughs> automatically just laughed, <laughs> laughed in my face. And everyone said like, oh, good for you. You're cute. I mean, some of those scores felt pretty good. I was like, oh, I, I think I did a pretty good job. And, well, that's what I'm saying is that they definitely gave me like scores that I was like, oh, look at me. I got, look, got a little something here. <laughs> got 107. Not, Take that, Getty. <laughs> yeah. Which is not common, you know, for me. <laughs> uh, the scoring is a little awkward I honestly it seemed like you know as you get further in hopefully it lets you take some of the other devices back to the previous stages it would be kind of fun to play with them and see what you're able to accomplish or even to be able to purchase them at some juncture uh, but yeah overall I enjoyed this and I saw it and I was like oh man I was just talking about uh, games like this a couple of weeks ago so I had to bring it in and make everybody play it and subject you to it as it were uh yeah so i got an idea let's build a machine that takes us to the break or we could just you know take go break Hey, news. Remember the Jumanji TV show? No. Oh, it was a thing. Mm. Should definitely really? check it out. Mm-hmm. Like early 90s I, cartoons? Mm-hmm. Or? I, know they made a, I know they made a sci-fi, like, pseudo-sequel. Like Z- Zen- Zendara or something? You're just coming yeah. up with names now. I vaguely Zethura? remember that. Zethura. Zethura? Okay. You know, those Jumanji sequels, every time I see them, I'm like, man, why would you ever do that? And I've seen them both, and each time I watch them, I'm like, man, this it's really is actually good. pretty yeah. good. It's really good. There's no reason why they should exist. Nope. But, but really somebody good. was like, hey, let's make it. And you know what? Don't regret it. All right, but I guess Nick Jonas. we man? got news. News. Shout out to Nick Jonas. <laughs> Shout out to Nick, Do- Nick Jonas. Shout out to The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man, he's got he's got some bad yeah, things going on right now. Let's Shout out up. to Jack Black. He's in those, yeah. Yeah. He's pretty good, except for that he was just on Good Morning America dressed as Bowser, and apparently they had to censor out his junk. Why? Because <laughs> it was very prominent in the Bowser onesie. Well, apparently. you know, not all of us can be uh, I don't know, Nick Jonas, I guess. <laughs> there you go. There you go. He's, he's still he's still Not prominent. all of us can be Chris Pratt. He's diabetes positive. He's, who's positive? Nick Jonas. He's got diabetes. Yeah, but he's got. Never mind. He doesn't have the. What a Jay Cutler one. He's got the regular one. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't know if that's true. Don't don't quote me on that. You know what? Let's go. Super GG Radio. We're your rumor mill. Speaking of rumors, here's a bunch of stuff that Alex just came up with this week. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I came up yeah, with Well, you you blatantly admit it never. Oh, we'll get to it later. All right, Battlefield 1943 and Bad Company 1 and 2 are going to be delisted on April 28th of this year. Of this year? They're, the reason why is most of those games are online. Originally, they had uh, written the blog post to include Mirror's Edge, but have since walked that back as Mirror's Edge. Uh, the online components were not... Uh, necessary like they were not necessary yep. 
yeah, they're not necessary for the Good. game. And they're just leaderboards, I think. Yes, but it was funnier because they actually wrote a whole blog post about saying goodbye to Mirror's Edge, and then they're like, oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> Bye. Oh, no, wait. Guess we don't have to get rid of it. Okay. It's coming back. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> we got some Lord of the Rings news here. This is crazy. Let's start with this one. Lord of the Rings Gollum will release on May 25th. That's PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Xbox One X, 360, 2.9er, and PC. No Switch, though. Already res- already re- uh, requested codes for Joel. Good Just choice. him. I don't want to review that one, do you? Maybe. It, it looks like some of those PlayStation 3 third-person uh, third action platformer with some stealth type stuff going on. I'm going to need you to stream Hence it. That's why I thought it would be funny for you, to make you review it. Joel, and then I'm going to need you to say, Gollum, Gollum, every five minutes. That and I also just want to make Joel kill something he loves. What? <laughs> that's not funny he, at all. He wants the game to be bad, so I have to skewer it. That's that's what he's saying. I don't want it to be Alex, bad. I don't want let's, it to be bad. Let's do something real quick. Name one bad Lord of the Rings game. All right. I only know three of them, and one of them uh, is Joel speaks highly of, which is the PS2 one. Yes, the Two Towers and Return of the Cain are the surprisingly good video game from movies. Movie. Yeah, yeah. And you know what else was about, the Third Age? How about Lord of the Rings: Rise of War for the mobile phone? Do we count mobile games? No. You said game. We don't count mobile you said games. Game. For I got anything. the game here. I mean, sh- I'll send you a link. Shadow of Mortar's got to be on that list somewhere. No, that game. Those games See? ruled. He had to go to the internet. <laughs> That's how you know it. All right, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings: Rise of War. This game looks like. <laughs> Move on. Did he play it? No, but if he did, he'd be addicted no. to it. <laughs> also, some spoilers coming out. Lord of the Rings set is coming to Magic: The Gathering. Yeah, Alex. Suck it. How, what is how about the <laughs> one printing of the one ring? I am so excited that they're serializing that card. So one person will have it. One. There's only one copy of it. You're going to need to link this in chat or something. I need to see what this is. I mean, I already sent you a picture of Tom Bombadil. I understand that, but I assume there's a source for that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, like the actual Magic the Gathering, like Wizards of the Coast website. I'll I'll find it. Just remind me. Otherwise, I'm going to forget. There's a lot of news that we have to make it through. Uh, Getty, Counter-Strike 2, suck Counter-Strike it. 2. You suck it. <laughs> me suck it. You suck it. <laughs> I am so excited for Counter-Strike 2, and it's coming as a free update for... What right now it's CS:GO. So, did you see the did you see the trailer where they at the everyone's talking the smoke tech? There's a lot that they're doing. It's not only the smoke, yeah. but they're giving everything a makeover. And uh, I heard the biggest news of it is that it's not going to be the what tick system. So uh, now everything will just happen as it's happening, and there's not like a. If you shoot right before somebody else, then your bullet connects first kind of BS that happens. It's a very technical explanation to it. 
But I guess the, the yeah, servers were set up that way. Go check it out. Okay. All right. What else we got? I, I'm sure I'm the only I person do recommend people check that's out excited the, about Counter-Strike. I do recommend people check out the Counter-Strike. No, you just, you just threw a lot of jargon. I'm trying to wrap my head around it. No, <laughs> don't. Don't even bother. Super GG Radio. We're just making this up. Again, just check out the trailer. It's really cool. It's a trailer. All right. Atari announces intentions to acquire Night Dive Studios. So Night Dive Studios is an independent developer that uh, is responsible for System Shock series. Uh, they also had worked with Quake, Doom 64, Turok 2, among others here. Uh, so it's it's just an interesting acquisition for them to be doing. And it, I'm curious to see what that means for what Night Dive is working on. Nice. Okay. Maybe you'll get a new Turok game. Who knows? I wouldn't hate it. I mean, love some dinosaurs. Don't to rock your breath. I I feel like there's a severe lack of first-person shooters where you kill dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Yeah. Yeah. No, isn't there that Ark game? There's also that movie that just came out with Adrian Brody where he's just to rock. What movie? Uh, Are you talking about the movie with Adam Driver? Is that, uh, is that and it's name? 65. <laughs> uh, 42069? Is that Hey, family-friendly, sir. <laughs> family I mean, those are just numbers. Friendly. Those are just numbers. Those are just numbers. Uh, what was the movie called? I'm, yeah, I'm done. Were you the one that brought it up? <laughs> I'm straight up just done. <laughs> I'm saying, is that, were you, was that it? Were you confirming that it was, that was the name of the movie? It was 60-whatever? Alex. I don't know because you yeah. named a completely different actor. <laughs> <laughs> that new movie with Adrian Brody. Yeah, 65. That guy's still 65. alive? Do you mean Adam Driver? 65. Yeah, yeah, that guy. We're, we're giving... Adrian Brody still alive? He was in that Predator movie that came out like five years ago. I feel like we just got an answer years. to a question that was never asked. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Also, 65 is the movie that it might as well just be Tarak. Oh. <sighs> I <laughs> Sonic Origins Plus <laughs> is releasing in June with all 12 Game Gear games and playable Amy Rose. For those of you who got uh, Sonic Origins, this is a, an update. I'm not sure if it's a free. Joel, do you know Nothing's if it's free? free? I refuse to believe it's free. They they oh, charge DLC you, for did... uh, Mania. That was mostly just characters, so... Alec, did you just did send you that? did you play Origins? <laughs> I, I did not. No. Right. Uh, I'm intrigued by Origins because like the big draw everyone talks about is the fact that it is like it's widescreen, so you see more of the level. Yeah, that that's that's the one unlearning part, but it never got to a price that was worth me dipping in at. Like it, it at the end of the day, it's still Sonic One, Two, Three, and Knuckles, and they wanted like forty bucks for the package. That was a little too rich for me. Agreed. But, you know, looking at this, it's like, that's that's uh, that's an interesting uh, a premise and an interesting amount of uh, content. Oh, man. All right. So much content. Content for days. Kind of like Lego 2K mm. driving. Wait. Lego 2K Drive? Leaked yeah, by yeah, yeah. IGN. Man, those guys are up to no good. I know. Uh, Lego 2K Drive looks to be a like almost like a 
Forza style like driving Why's game, where it's like a full racing game. Why can't it be five? So, but I mean, maybe it could be. It could be Legos. Uh, it is, uh, but it's a. It actually kind of looks like a kart racer. It looks like you know so, uh, Mario Kart or Sonic Transformed, where you built. You actually build up these different cars, and then they can transform into boats and and planes. It actually kind of looks rad. Okay. Yeah. Check it out. They accidentally uh, leaked screenshots early and posted them before it was actually announced, uh, which is the, the joke you were making at the beginning of the, the new segment where uh, I posted a bunch of rumors and then they came true. Like, they all got announced today. So there was a lot of announcements actively today. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, so this looks, like a, this looks like a pretty good kart racer. Should we all get it? I mean, I, I, mean, I wouldn't be opposed to trying it. Nah, I'm okay. big news today this is the biggest news imaginable sludge life 2 coming out this year y'all y'all remember sludge life alex made us play it yeah sure did sludge life rules we also got the same we got the same people doing the soundtrack (laughs) dose one i'm still trying to get an interview with hey what's up dose one please answer my messages and um same art style same similar, you know, open world with characters and NPCs that you're going to be taking photos of, solving problems, spray painting. Same wacky world. I am excited. Sludge life. Oh, something just got deleted. Didn't see it fast enough. Not for broadcast releases there. Live and spooky DLC. Ooh. Not for broadcast, uh, they're doing, you know, uh, these, those ghost adventure shows? Yes. Where they're sneaking in and finding a haunted house, like going into haunted houses and stuff. You will now be being the producer for one of those mm. shows. Nice. Yeah, so that'll be very exciting. I beat that game recently. That game so he says. goes places. There's no way to verify it. Uh, Mr. Saito goes 1.0 we played that like a month ago and now it is officially out nice i only know because it's on my wish list and i got notified <laughs> by steam they said hey you could play that game now and i was like i could play that game now they Hell were like yeah. hey it's only ten dollars and you're like hey i have ten dollars i have ten dollars it's like they knew i was had ten dollars it's wild just ten dollars last piece of news New gamer social media outlet for gamers. It's called Crit Rate. Did you write that? It is. <laughs> what? Did what you write that? What? New gamer social media outlet for gamers. Uh, I copied and pasted that from uh, an article. So, yes. Hey, guys, um, check out Crit Rate. It's a social media yeah. for gamers. It makes me want to crit my pants. The, hey. the uh, game are we being paid anything for this? No, we're not. No. <laughs> it's just a lot of people paid? are talking about it in the zeitgeist. You will review games. They actually have a lot of these now. They're starting to build them up as like, um, you know what Letterbox no. is? Or Untapped? No. They are apps that you, uh, you know, oh, like Untapped is for beer and letterboxes for movies you do put in a movie that you've seen and you write your own like paragraph review 
and from there, it, you know, it becomes a social media where you share it with your friends, all your, you have a friends list, etc. And But at the same time, they will start, like, recommending you things to play or do based on the thing, how you've rated previous experiences. Mm. Okay. So crit rate uh, is trying to, like, make it so, like, oh, here's your backlog, and we'll suggest games to you from your backlog that you should play next based on things that you've liked already from your previous reviews, et cetera, et cetera. So okay. they're doing what steam already does. Also there's G there's GG, which is another one. That's, that's us. That's uh, us. I've already talked to them about trying, <laughs> trying to do a partnership. It's a whole thing We're we're working. We're GG. We're super GG. Uh, what's, Radio. They're called GG Video Game Collection Tracker. Yeah, the, the super trumps it. Yeah, I I know. I've talked to them about it. They've they've mm. they've retweeted me tweeting at them. We're going through a process. Yeah, here. but they're just making fun but, of you, aren't they? I think I was kind of making fun of them. So I oh well, it's hard to tell via fantastic. <laughs> but crit rate, crit rate is uh, a thing, and that is what's got the zeitgeist a bubbling. All right, now let's move over to my favorite part of the podcast, freebies. Freebies. Brock, we need we need the sound here. Freebies. 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 Drunken Fight Simulator over at Indie Gala. This is a physics-based fighting game, uh, third person, getting into drunken bar fights, or drunken fights just in general in back alleys, uh, as uh, this weird, like, nondescript, not even really detailed character just swinging at people uh, in a weird, awkward physics-based game. We have Control Craft 3 over at Indie Gala. Hey, did you like uh, Captain Contraption's Chocolate Factory? Yes. You like to build, uh, you know, really elaborate machines? Yes. Let me tell you about Control Craft 3. Good. Tell me. You will be making <laughs> factories for uh, armies. I'm just... Getting your members and building out these armies to fight I, that's, uh, the aliens. That's good, Alex. I'm, I'm just messing around. We got Hammer Kid. I'm telling you. Hammer Kid over on Steam. Uh, action platformer, character platformer. You are a hammer kid, and you are jumping and collecting fruit and gems and defeating little enemies. It's very cute, very pixel art, very fun. Nice. We have Escape World Dilemma over on Steam. Escape World Dilemma is a first-person puzzler a la The Witness or The Looker where you are kidnapped and when you awaken you are on this really elaborate island and you go from puzzle to puzzle slowly escaping a la like an escape room but real life real life am i chained to a radiator at any point uh i don't know maybe you have to saw off your foot by the end i haven't gotten i've only i've only seen it i haven't i haven't installed all right sounds good but you may have to saw off your own foot unconfirmed all right, I can definitely saw off my own foot. Uh, next up, Chicken. Early access on Steam. C-H-K-N. Chicken is a game where you will be given a... a what am I thinking of? You'll be getting a section of a map, and you are to build your own freakish creation. 
So you're given tools that fit into little block pieces and you will end up having a seven headed snake with a lizard, with a, with an elephant body, or you can have a crab with three chicken heads. It's up to you. Uh, they will all make weird freakish sounds and then you will use them to survive a la Minecraft in this overworld and can even go and fight them in an arena, having a dinosaur with laser eyes or an elephant with pig's feet that shoots uh, freezing Fantastic. Blasts. I'm going to have nightmares for days. <sighs> yep, early access. Hey, man, you know that Sludge Life? It's sludge free life. on Steam, so go get it. Limited time because of the announcement of Sludge Life 2. You can now get Sludge Life 1. Sweet. Okay, there's Chess Ultra on the Epic Game Store. You like chess? Yeah. Here's a lot of extra chess. Oh, is it's just chess? Yeah. Oh. But it's ultra chess. Chess ultra. <laughs> and then lastly, World of Warships is on the Epic Game Store. What is this, like free content? Because that game's always free. Is it? It was announced as a... No, it's just the game again. They're just trying to get people to play it again. Okay. Yep. Yep. But it is announced as one of their freebies. All right. Well... Yep, I've played that before. It's a game. <laughs> I can explain it. If you want to pick some more ships and fight with your friends, yeah, you can do that. Choose between different ships and go on the high seas to combat against other live players. World of Warships on the Epic Game Store. Almost competent. Almost. <laughs> Let's take a break and travel into... A board game. Widdly, 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 widdly. And we're back. Back with the backlog blog where we play games for posterity. That's right, Alex. Posterity. Not for the beat list. Not for whatever this whole thing is that we do week in, week out. Posterity. I'm excited to play video games for fun. No, again. you're not. That's not true. We don't know what fun is here. But you know what we do know. I definitely picked this game. I picked the game that I played for fun. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a choice. I'm, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> you know, I'm look tell me about Golden Light. <laughs> um, well, to say that this is <laughs> well, a game, I recommend anyone look at the trailer for Golden Light. And in fact, I will rewatch this trailer because I also played this game. <laughs> uh, Golden Light is a first person shooter where. Everything is made of meat. Okay. You are, uh, you have a lovely wife. Meat wife? And, and, or a partner. I don't know if she's your wife. And all of a sudden she is dragged into hell. Meat hell? Uh, as it turns out, the land is made of meat. You are in what they call the gut. Is this VR? And, no. It would, I don't, I wouldn't want to play D this in Didn't VR. you play another game where the world was made of meat? 
there there's so many games i play that the world is made of mutual odd premise for a game but okay yeah. let's do it so the the tricky part about this game is that it kind of plays like a rogue like where every level is procedurally generated and your weapons are all like the randomized everything is randomized but it, the way it looks is that it looks like a PlayStation 1 graphical first-person shooter. But the way the gut plays, the gut is the environment, is it actually has, like, a personality. So at, you start the game, and you're just in this weird set of hallways where the walls are either old apartments walls that are broken down and doors or meat flesh walls. Ah, flesh walls. And My favorite. Flesh. Throughout, yeah. Again, check out that trailer. Um, sometimes it's eyeballs and other things. But what happens is is that the game will tell you, hey, don't do this. And then you'll find a note that says, hey, don't believe it. That's all, that's all bullshit. Don't do that. Don't, that's a lie. That's a lie. Don't do that. And you read through the list and you get other notes that say, hey, everything is random here. One time I picked up a fish head and I ate it and it poisoned me. But another time I picked up a fish head and it blew up and like a grenade. So I don't know. The world's real weird. And, you know, and that's what the game is, is that every item is completely randomized, including enemies. And that also includes the gut. The gut, like, so the game, the gut will say, don't pick up, don't steal my gold. And as you find gold pieces on the ground, if you pick them up, enemies will start spawning more and more as you progress. If you don't touch them, the game leaves you alone. Hmm. And sometimes enemies will attack you and you don't have a choice. But other times, the the more you attack, the more they attack you. And that's what's kind of wild about the game is that you're, the game reacts to you. At one point, I took I, – there again, you find a map. And I'm go, using the map to find all this way. And I found, the, um, I found there was a wall of fire. And I could not progress through the wall of fire. So I said, well, I don't know what I can do. And I just took an axe and I just hit a wall. And I, and I thought, and I actually thought, like, maybe this is a Metroid thing. And I hit the wall four times, and the wall broke down. And I'm like, oh, I'm not even on the map anymore. And I just started hacking through walls until I went around the fire. And then the game goes, oh, tricky boy. Mm. I was like, wait, what? Like, the huh? game huh? knew that... I, it knew that I had somehow just started, decided to Minecraft my way around and just start smash breaking down walls, and that's very funny. But the the mechanics are just so weird. Where uh, if you're if you're you each thing has durability, but again you're gonna go through weapons. You pick up a new one, throw away the old one. If you eat your axe or your scissors, you get health back. But if your thing is breaking and it has durability, you could hit yourself with it, and it will fix your weapon. Hate yourself weird. as in you lose health. Yep. That's and, weird. And you can eat anything. At one point, I was running low on health, so I ate my map. <laughs> and, and the game responds in kind by telling you, it was like, that was, a, that was a choice you could do. And so the game is just constantly kind of messing with you, throwing enemies at you and traps at you, but also sometimes enemies just leave you alone. And so it's like, oh, don't assume. Otherwise, you're going to make the, the world angry at mm. you. There's a lot of weird contradictions, but essentially you're going through finding keys and opening doors. And while it plays like a roguelike, 
you know, every there's actually a very solid progression. There's no like if you die, you pick right up at the level level you were at. So okay. there's a definitive ending. It's not a long game. So it's more just that everything is random all the time. And so if you're like okay with everything being random all the time, including what weapons and items do, then the game is the game is like a t- like a really interesting conceit. Picking up a fish head and throwing it and having it be a grenade or picking up a fish head and for some reason the entire level is poisoned <laughs> is a is a fun idea to me. So that's that I, I it's just weirdly off-putting how the game plays just because everything's are walls of meat. At one point I just saw what looked like a tumor on the wall and I touched it and then it gave me it said pick a perk. This one or this one. And I picked like, a, a level up perk, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then all of a sudden, that wall flooded with eyeballs and said, you shouldn't be here. I was like, oh, oh you <laughs> leveled up the wall. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I don't know what it did. And that's the point. I don't know what, what's happening in this game, but it's really fun. and uh, But also very terrifying, just because, again, you they just, you know, giant tentacles will come out of the walls or like, you know, and, and that also includes items like and just in like bookshelves will all of a sudden spew tentacles or uh like a, a note like i'll pick up a note and i'm like oh this note will give me some information about the world i pick up the note and all of a sudden it turns into like a fish that'll attack me I'm like weird why is this why is this fish attacking me it just why are you obsessed with everything because yeah, fish are kind of weird man holding a fish is real weird but anyway i just think that this uh this game is really unique mm-hmm in that you never know what's happening or why it's happening. Sure sounds like it. But yeah, I got some weapons, I got some guns, I had some some laughs. I definitely died a few times because I definitely did not know why all of a sudden so many enemies were attacking me, but I also kept hacking them down with an axe and stealing all the gold, so I can imagine I did not do well in making the world happy with me. Oh. Rarely is the world happy with you. <clears throat> yep kind of feels like this is like tax tax season the game i don't know why i'm doing anything and everyone's mad <laughs> yeah but golden light i think it, it's you can probably finish it in an hour if you're persistent uh i did not but i'm probably gonna play it a few more times and just want i think that it's a unique experience that i've never seen before all right fun so from one light to another. I'm going to talk about everybody's favorite game, Destiny 2. Lightfall. Yeah. So, sad news last, uh, was it earlier this week? End of last yeah. week? Uh, Lance Reddick, the voice of Zavala in Destiny 2 and the original Destiny, passed away at the age of 60. Uh, but his legacy is going to live on through the character, at least in the regard that so many people were or had interactions with the character. And, you know, I'm sure that they're going to do something for him. Uh, he was a big fan of the game, in addition to being the voice of one of the the fire team leaders. So uh, sad news, but still Lightfall came out last month. And adds a. Do you think that they're? Do you think they're going to replace his character? I think that they probably could. They've got enough characters that they've been cycling in. After Cade Six 
left, uh, they did introduce another character to take his place, but I'm not sure exactly what they're going to do. The story of Destiny is kind of crazy and all over the place, but, you know... Is Destiny the one with the moon wizards? Yeah. Yes. Yes, okay. it is. They replaced him, too. They actually changed that voice actor very really. Peter Dinklage? Yep. Mm-hmm. He did not want to be in that I game. can't imagine why. <clears throat> but Lightfall is the most recent expansion to Destiny 2. Uh, in this expansion, you are given another light ability. I think it, it actually is considered a darkness ability, so it's the second one of its type. And this time it's called the Strand. And uh, your character sees these strands of green energy throughout the world that you're on. <laughs> you go to... Jeez, I'm not going to remember. I believe it's Venus. Maybe? I have to double check, but... Uh, it is not just gifted to you like so many of the other abilities. You have to unlock it through the completion of the campaign. So... Oh, wow. As you move around and you experience the story uh, each time, this is the really fun part, you obtain it, but only for a portion of the stage. So you'll interact with this rift, you'll tear the rift open, and you'll have strand powers for a bit. <laughs> and then your character will be completely depleted, and you're just vulnerable. Uh, and then through the course, you finally... Uh, are able to manipulate it and take it on. Uh, still play a warlock, so the moves that I got are much more interesting than a lot of the other ones that they've done in the past. The strand grenades that you throw create these like little bugs that'll go out and chase after the enemies and collide into them. Most of the time, uh, you're not that lucky when it comes to the other warlock abilities they they have done a lot of changes since the original destiny 2 came out but this is a lot more fun uh you have a feature that's like a grappling hook so you can shoot it out and use it to grapple finally yeah uh it's not the best as you know the jumping in destiny has been kind of eh, all over the place but what makes it really cool is that if you're using the grapple, you can do like a power punch into your enemies. And it yeah. it does the third person view and you just watch yourself clobber them, which is really satisfying. And then uh, the last ability, well, you, you still get for my character a rift and it'll summon a couple more of the little strandlings and they'll jump into an enemy. But the superpower, uh, you shoot like six of these things out and they'll target different enemies so a lot more effective than a lot of the other warlock superpowers in managing mobs normally you have to wait for them all to be clumped up together but they do add some more interesting stuff like getting kills with the strand ability will create a ball and you can grab the ball and throw it into a group <laughs> of of mobs and watch them die uh, but the story just keeps building on top of it. It picks up at the end of some of the last seasonal content as well as the last expansion. In there's this crazy being that is trying to steal the the sun, not the the sun, but the the main source of power for the guardians. 
So you got to deal with that. The the what's it called? The the big giant yeah. orb, right? I'm drawing a blank right now. Mm. The witness? No, that's the bad guy. The, the something? Or maybe he's the watcher. <clears throat> I thought the watcher was the orb. Maybe that. No, gosh. They made you such think, a big deal about it. <laughs> yeah, it's, I've been playing this game forever, and I can't. And they probably said it like a dozen times uh, in the game. But yeah, this I recently I actually watched a streamer play the uh, play the raid, and you're like you're in this like spaceship that the whatever shot down. Uh, and it's pretty wild. I definitely saw like I got a peeks into the mechanics of like those orbs or um getting the the strand and becoming vulnerable uh, i saw there was a dark one and a light one there's a lot of stuff going on in this and the and the raid looks really uh complicated so it it seems like they do get more and more complicated i haven't really played anything past the original one that came out and there's that whole culture of people that are trying to do it first and do it fastest and uh, just yeah. for the bragging rights, uh, you know, that's never really appealed to me as much. But, you know, man, it is uh, it is what it is. Uh, this isn't the, my favorite Destiny 2 expansion that's ever come out, but it's still a lot of fun. I think that if you are looking to play... Uh, you could do this one. I really recommend the last one that came out where was it? The witch queen. queen? That one was really good. Uh, you know, check it out. If you want, they haven't added too many more game modes. Some of the stuff has changed around a lot since I'm sure you guys have played. Yeah. And they just keep throwing more and more of that out there. So check it out, don't check it out. Whatever you want to do, I believe in you. For what it's worth, it's called the Traveler. Yes, the, the Traveler. Traveler there it is, Traveler. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, do, you do you. If it's not your jam, I mean, I'm not going to make you play it. If you want to play it. Destiny is definitely a good, like, Diablo-like one of those, you know. Yeah, and you know I'm there, so if you want to play some... Of any of that whole Destiny thing, I'll play a little bit, I guess. You want me to try to get you no. to raid? Quit trying to get me to raid. I got so many other games that I got to play too. Destiny's like, man, I got like half an hour to burn. I'll log on and you'd want more run around the tower and not do anything for, for a while. But, yeah. Alright, guys. That'll take us over to our final segment of the night one last thing and this week's one last thing is brought to you by wishing rumors into reality i'm looking at you alex hey you, joel you got ah. some silk song uh that you want to drop on us what no no hold hmm. on there uh joel there's rumors of uh f-zero remake no it's not f-zero it's f-zero something x GX, f-zero gx the one from the gamecube yeah and then there's ax which is the arcade one yeah GX is um, is re- uh, remaster rumored to be in development. All right, Alex, I'm uh, going to need yeah, you to yeah. <laughs> from okay. from uh, Next Level Games. 
Next Level Games did the Luigi Mansion, the Luigi's Mansion, uh, those games. Yeah, it, it made sense that it'd be sort of a, a satellite development shop that works with the Nintendo. Yeah, but it's weird is that those those uh, Next Level Games are really known for their their gaming animation, so people are saying that that seems weird. Hmm. Well, I... We'll, we'll save that for another conversation, but I'm not sure I agree with that sentiment. We just got to have Alex write down that it's going to come out, and then it's happening, and then it'll come true. If I learned anything this week, that's how it works. All right. My one last thing. Guys, again, Soul Hackers 2. I made Alex watch a video clip from it. I'm pretty yep. sure he was mad. That's how good this mad. game is. It's not great, but it's yeah, Phil it's real it. entertaining, in my opinion. It's nice, mindless, uh, frustrating at times, but man, it is so campy. I have to love it. All right, Alex, hit me. I, I have some time now to play some games that I want to play. The only problem is that I'm now uh, swamped with like uh, like way too many opportunities where I'm like, I don't know, I guess I'll play, you know... 30 minutes of dead space and then maybe i'll swap over to like another hour of hard space Shipbreakers. but wait I'm, i should also probably start recruiting more people to be my spies in 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 watchdogs legion oh wait i should probably you know as you do sounds like you got some problems crippled crippled with choice that's a good problem to have man mm-hmm. all right what do you got joel so uh, the Wii U and 3DS eShop are closing for good on Monday, and like any mm-hmm. good sucker, I, I got some eShop credit and put it on my account. All to realize that, like, how often am I actually going to seek out these games that I'm going to buy on the Wii U before it closes? Are you going to play them? Um, Be honest. I got them. I, I loaded up my 3DS with those games, but I only got them because I don't know if I was ever going to see them ported. Mm-hmm. Um, now, you know, I will say that, you know, theater rhythm, that's on me. Mm-hmm. I did not foresee that getting ported. I thought they were done with it. I th- and now I kind of just want to play the new one, but I don't know. I think the NES remix games are both worth having. Yep. If you want to get those, there's a, I got, I got, There's a unique puzzle game called uh, Affordable Space Adventures that does some neat stuff with the dual screen controlling. I did not get that. Maybe I'll go back. And uh, quick, time's running out. There are some there are some unique things on the virtual console side too. So like, if you want some of those retro games, they've got some unique ones. The only game I wanted, I cannot get because I don't have a new 3DS. Burn. Yep, burn. You need some aloe. I was really frustrated with that one because I I was like, well, 3DS is done. They're not going to make another one of these. I'll buy it, and then you know, and then they release the new 3DS, and I was like, ah, crap. Yep. Man, that's how it goes. All right, Alec, take us home. You know, I got to play a little Spider-Man this week, so I'm going to play some more this weekend, and maybe fit some Metroid Prime in there too. Mm. Wrap that up. Heck yeah. Gotta finish that Spider-Man so we can talk about it here. Yes. But also so you can be prepared for when new Spider-Man comes out this year. Oh yeah, so excited about that. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Legally, I can't sing this song. Alright. 
That'll be it for this week's episode of Super GG Radio. Before we go, you can find us on Twitter at Super GG Radio and twitch.tv slash Super GG Radio, where we stream video games and video game accessories. No? Okay. All right. Real streaming plans Thursdays. We got this beautiful podcast that we present you in a live format so that you can see all of my chest hair. If you can't, you're missing out. Video on demand? Only for friends. This Saturday, I think Joel is back at it. I think I think it's finally happening, guys. Joel, what's happening Saturday? Escape Academy. Escape Academy. He's making eye contact. You got the okay? <laughs> it's going to be okay. I'm All right. Sure. The, the vendor challenge is my uh, schedule. It's it's not her. So. Okay. All right. You got to do what you got to do, man. Try and get that Escape Academy. Try and escape. Otherwise... We're flipping over to Mondays. Mondays, Alex is burning through the backlog. Does he still have Kakarot left? Who knows? Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm getting through that Cell Saga, man. It was it was re- it was really a brisk pace of story, getting to Perfect Cell, and then of course he's like, oh by the way, tournament ten days, time for filler. I was like, ah oh, crap. Oh, <laughs> I love that they throw the filler in there. Oh, yeah, I, went out, I already went on a picnic with Chi-Chi. Hey, don't you knock picnics with Chi-Chi. Pretty sure that's how Gohan came around. Goten, Goten yeah, you mean? Goten. And I kept saying that on stream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, oh, so this is where Goten comes in. Yep. But hey, man, sometimes you just need some family time to let Gohan know that he's a terrible son. How dare you? That's every time. Well, Goku's also a terrible father, so you know what? Whatever. Uh, Tuesdays. Alex is still doing his Skater XL and Sick Beats. You should check that out. Heck yeah. This week we actually switched it up because I wanted to show Joel Hard Space Shipbreakers. So <gasps> we did Hard Space Shipbreakers and Chill. But I'll be going back to Skater XL and Chill. And I think I successfully made Joel either be really interested in Hard Space Shipbreakers or completely uninterested in it. It's on my Xbox. Time is the Ooh, factor right now. Other. Time is a factor time is a construct and then wednesdays did you guys know that there's built-in audience participation for vampire survivors if you didn't check out wednesday where joel is gonna let you pick his weapons and maybe even his upgrades say what i I think it's just a yes no thing (laughs) so it's it's really at the twitch mercy now the funny thing about that setting is if nobody's actually voting it'll just choose for you it'll do so Will you um, let him die? You don't have a choice. I, I have I have no agency in the matter. There's also like hazards and stuff you can implement randomly throughout the level too. If you're oh uh, man, I want to do. I'm going all right to now. Everybody on this stream will be watching that stream, and hopefully all of our fans at home check us out. Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay. Nothing. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Fine. All right. I didn't miss anything. Yeah. That's what I no. thought cram it if you'd like to reach us with questions or input our email address is mail at superggradio.com and provide us a review on itunes or the podcast app of your choice thanks for listening and hey alex did you know that drink poggers has a special promotion where if you enter good game at checkout you can get 10 percent off your order i was not aware of that getty thank you for letting me know i will order some yeah you should did you do it yeah you didn't even look down don't lie to me. Good game, Alex. 
GG Getty. Good game, Joel. Good game. Good game, Alec. GG. Now go order some poggers. <laughs> <laughs>